Somebody's making meatloaf. Let me find another job that doesn't pay me enough money at all. I want a better one. I'm going to tell you this. Why did you go with none of the choices I gave you? That's why. God damn it. I'm not working for you anymore. Stick it up your ass. Is that what so, played while you were? Is that what you played while you were leaving the job you got fired from? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did, but no. All I've been doing is having COVID and hating myself. Okay, so welcome to Wrestle Boys, the premier Planet- wrestling show where one of the uh, hosts is deathly ill. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are now at. Uh, episode 5 of the Planet Jared arc. And I'm just starting to realize this is a mistake. <laughs> we are joined by Allie, who is still sick. Yay! And is, and is fighting through it. I'm by dead. watching By watching this shit. Maybe I'm it would Mega be better Fighter. if I died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, no. Fighter, and we of course have Roktan, who is uh, cooking a meatloaf, so he's we're gonna fire meat- him. He's making meatloaf, so motherfucker <laughs> making meatloaf. So we're gonna fire him once his meatloaf's done. <laughs> it will take me a, like a minute or a couple just to you know, step up and, and grab it. Me and Mega Fighter were watching this last night because I was bored out of my fucking mind, and Rob joined us, who was setting up notes for his extremely boring next episode of "So Let Me Tell You About." And <laughs> the thing we realized was this show fucking sucks, and Rockton decided he wanted to watch it too this morning even though i told him he really shouldn't <laughs> and yes uh turns out vince russo is writing this oh go figure yes. <laughs> I, oh, I tell you that, i that actually you, makes sense the whole thing reeked of russo for so long so before we begin we actually want to make a correction on something as it turns out ba- way back in the early days of uh Rassel boys yes back in a- 1932 Back in 1932, uh, there was an episode where Stephanie was trying to get into um, get into SmackDown. I want to say it was, or yeah, SmackDown. She was trying to get into an episode of SmackDown after she got fired for being part of the invasion. Yes, and she was joined by like her like a, an old family friend, James Dudley, and we didn't know. And as it turns out, James Dudley is a very real person and actually very important to the history of the WWE. He, he is. Probably one of the, like, I forgot exactly what he did. <laughs> he was an arena manager and the first uh, African-American arena manager. He, he managed, like, the arena for um, for for uh, Jess McMahon back when it was Capital Wrestling Corporation. Anyway, he's paramount in the, the way WWE is today by giving them a chance when no one else did. So he's, yeah. a, he's technically in the Hall of Fame. And we just thought it was some guy, so we're just some assholes. We're just some assholes, but you know what? That's cool. <clears throat> oh, here's a nice little quote. Uh, shortly before McMahon's death in 1984, he told his son, Vincent K. McMahon, who taking control of the promotion, whatever else you do, you take care of James Dudley. Yes. And in to fact, be fair, they never said anything about that on the show. <laughs> yeah. In fact, like Vince put him back on the payroll after after Vince after his father's death. So how about that? Um <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway, here's some TNA 
that makes me realize that I hate my life. Um, but it starts off once again with a disclaimer uh, spoken for us about how there's violence and language, strong this language. Ten, this episode's rated 18 plus compared to the other one. <clears throat> yes. And the following program has a Jeff Jarrett AMV. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, check out my Jeff Jarrett AMV. Falling in my skin. We start off with like just like his mute, his theme playing and him beating up people he and then yelling dead, at everyone. He ain't the rock. It still says he ain't the rock. No, uh, just, yeah, it's just him hitting people with chairs over his theme song and, and like smashing the bowling trophy over Scott Hall. Fuck your bowling trophy. And then we get to the first of a long series of interviews that do not go well for Goldilocks. Uh, so she decides. You know what's the best place to interview our NWA World Heavyweight Champion? In a park. In <laughs> a park. In a park. <laughs> Ken Shamrock, she walks up to Ken Shamrock to ask a question, and then just Ken Shamrock screams at her. Yes. You know what's the weird part? Why didn't he notice the cameraman who's been following him in this fucking park? In front of him. In front of him. <laughs> they, like, the camera is, t is from from, like... In front of Ken, not coming up behind him or following, like, after Goldilocks, which would make more sense. Like, I don't mind the diegetic thing of, like, we're supposed to be, the cameraman is supposed to be invisible. But literally, this guy's following you. You you can assume that there's he a shoves, segment. He shoves the cameraman aside at the end of the segment. So he sees this cameraman with his camera and equipment following him in front, walking backwards, probably. It just if you're gonna do like the we're chasing after a guy to get an interview, have the cameraman be behind. You think yeah, he'd be exactly. following Goldilocks like that one game made by Suda Fifty One? You for... think? Oh, you're, you're talking about Hell Report from Michigan? Yeah. Or is that the name? I, I think it was literally like the opposite of that. It was like Detroit Report from Hell or something like that. Ah man, hold on. <clears throat> you guys talk up. Uh... I think is the next segment. I think we start off with another segment, right? No, like we we do the pyro, and then immediately the announcers are just like, "Oh shit, something's happening in the back!" Whoa! There we go. We jump right into the yeah, right. where Skinny Jean Scott Hall is beating up um, Jeff Jarrett or is fighting with Jeff Jarrett. You're right. Really? It was Mich it was Michigan report from hell. Uh, oddly, oddly wet Scott Hall, who's wearing a Rainbow Express shirt. <laughs> we're just... not sure what the shirt says, Does... but we're. So there's just a rainbow on here's it. Here's the thing that I've been thinking of when I when I when we saw Scott Hall previously. Does he just show up without a shirt and they give just give him a shirt? Maybe? <laughs> like is that why he had the school shirt on? Does he just show up shirtless and everyone's just like put on a fucking shirt, Scott? You look like you look like you rolled around in some wax and feathers. <laughs> and it's like, Cause like I don't know, Roxanne, could you get a good read on Scott Hall's shirt? It was a Rainbow Express I didn't, shirt. I didn't see it. Allie is certain that it's a Rainbow Express shirt, but I feel like it could equally be a Reading Rainbow shirt. Yeah, but they would have a Rainbow Express shirt. My memory may Who be bad. Who would buy a Rainbow Express shirt, Allie? TNA. My... Just TNA. No fans would buy a Rainbow Express shirt. Yes. They gave him the shirt because no one would fucking buy it. 
right, sorry, Raxian. We kind of uh, my here. memory may be bad about this, but I don't think I've ever seen a show start with a backstage brawl. Uh, there's been a couple. There's been a few, most likely TNA shows. So one Jeff- of the first things I saw when the show started is the uh, the, the, the the Athena signs again, and I was say I wanted to say I'd been. I'm pretty sure the same Athena marks came in that have been there last week and probably other weeks. No, as well. because they have the same signs. Yeah, well, exactly. It's because That's they're thinking. in the same building. I think this is like a multi-day taping thing because mm-hmm. we're still in the Nashville Auditorium, which is where we've been for the last two pay-per-views. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I've never seen someone come come to a show with the same exact sign. Yeah. So. Uh... They do not appreciate the shit that happened with um, Jeff Jarrett, and he gets kicked out. Yeah. And Jeff Jarrett's, like, screaming in the parking lot, and I started laughing because I noticed that behind Jeff Jarrett's back is literally the park where Cam Shamrock was. (laughs) Oh my god, was it really? Yeah, it was the same fucking park. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, they should go, they should go tell uh, Ken Shamrock. To watch out because Jeff Jarrett's getting evicted. He, he never he never figures it out, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't think he even. Uh, no, he shows up later. I think. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett's match for the number one contendership is just is axed. Yeah, he no longer is number one contender. I guess or I is not allowed. This to was very weird. I I think if they were going to forfeit Jarrett's shot, they should have done it when he attacked the NWW. A council guys that would have made more sense than the no that'd be that would be that'd be logical writing and we yeah. don't we don't allow that we don't, shit we don't fuck with that so no we we fuck with the zoot suit daddy don west zoot suit daddy don west <laughs> <We're> just, <Yeah>. and <laughs> apart from the dreads ed Ferrer actually dressed more conservatively this week almost looked he had like normal. a pin he had like a pinstripe shirt with like a little weird design on it yeah. But his dreads are still atrocious. <laughs> yes. Then uh, uh, James Mitchell comes out, and I put down the fake quote, Hey, Jason Mitchell stole my suit, Don West. <laughs> <laughs> they're both wearing red today. They've been playing like air hockey with the suits. <laughs> so uh, I did a little quick update while I was watching this episode, and I just checked Peacock because it's mess- it's WrestleMania tonight. And um, here's an update. They actually do have every Raw from 2002. But can you guess, Roctan, what year does SmackDown stop at? Or what year does SmackDown start at? Excuse me. Hmm. 2010? 2018. Jesus. You can't get a SmackDown from before 2018. (laughs) What the? I was fuck? trying to be a. I was trying to like put it so yeah high up, but you <laughs> need to release all the fucking Smackdowns and Heat and Heat and <laughs> Lost. We are ha- hashtag release Heat. Yes. Uh, uh, I noticed that uh, someone called Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrick. <laughs> it was, yeah, he said they said Shamrick, so we put down Ken Shamrick. Uh, James Mitchell starts cutting a promo saying, like, this is an open challenge for anyone to beat Malice for the number one contendership. And then the power goes out. So, show's over. Uh, Jared couldn't pay, Jared couldn't pay the power, guys. <laughs> you gotta pay the power, guys. Show's over. 
We're, we're packing it up. All right, let's move on. MVP of the week goes to MVP <laughs> of the week goes to Ken Shamrock, and uh, what else? Oh, oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait a minute! The power's not out. It's Sabu. It's Sabu. It's Sabu. He's got an American flag on his head. It's Sabu. Yeah, Comes out wearing an American flag, like on, uh, like he wears like the usual um, what's the word? Uh, the usual headdress. It's not headdress a burka. Not, not a burka. It's not a. It's not a hijab because that's what typically women wear. Yeah, burka, hijab, and hijab are all like. I don't want to say turban because that's wrong. If anyone knows what the hell Sabu wears on his head before matches, please let us know. I, I, it, I, the, 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 the name of it is like right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find that fucking. I'll, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. Fucking watch this. Ekefie. A kefia? I thought is it a kefia scarf? Kinda. Uh, okay, well, it's close enough. Fuck it. Okay. If anyone in the comments, and I know we don't get a lot of comments, uh, maybe a or shmag, any, a shmag, or I don't know. If anyone in the comments can tell us what the hell Sabu wears before his entrances, just please let us know. Anyway, we're ignorant, it's, it's we're America. ignorant it's white a, Americans. It's America. <laughs> it's all. Yeah, it's it's a flag. All I mean, anyway. I didn't know this was a fucking minor match. <laughs> Even it's though, even though they were hanging game. a contract above the ring, I thought that was like the main event. But no, that was the first match. Well, also, it took me a while I kind to of realize this was a ladder match. But I then I remembered, oh yeah, they had the ladder out and in, in the middle of the ring before the match started. Also, it took me a while to even realize this was a match. I thought this was just a beatdown. Yeah, the, they. I didn't know the match started and they were just fighting. And I, I got to say. The Church of the New Whatever, Disciples of the New Church. The Disciples of the New Church are not a not great help <laughs> when it comes They're to this. Not a great stable. Like all fucking Devin Storm did for like a minute was just hold a chair in a corner and just hoped that Malice would Irish whip him into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that yeah that that was one of the things I think that was bugging me about this match is they weren't because. <laughs> This match is no DQ, essentially. Ladder matches generally are. Well, and they're not really helping them much at all. They're they're free to help. Like they I have, can just jump in and beat down on Ken Shamrock as much as they like Sabu. while Malice climbs on Sabu, excuse me. They I know they look similar, but that's not the problem. <laughs> look, they can beat down on Ken Shamrock as much as they like too. He's just out in a park somewhere outside He's just the arena. In a park walking his dog. <laughs> His invisible dog. dog. His invisible dog that that also does ankle locks. Yeah, Ken Shambark. <laughs> Ken Shambark. <laughs> <laughs> they can beat down his you know, as much you know, as they like while Malice climbs has, You know, I'm surprised someone hasn't thought to have like a sign uh, uh, to support Ken Shamrock and actually have a, a Shamrock in a picture think, of a Shamrock in the sign. I think did do that. I feel like that's been done at least once, and we might have noticed it in the crowd and forgot about it. 
So well, I know was... that I will celebrate his victory with a Ken Shamrock shake. <laughs> yes, you can still get those. Yes, at least at least at my McDonald's. So Sabu's back. I, I am. Well, Sabu's I'm here. Sure I've seen him, his body before, but I've never really got a good look at his back. And Dude, man, Sabu's fucked up. I made a joke about it when we were watching of like th- that one match he had against Terry Funk, where like. He did a dive into some barbed wire and like ripped a massive cut into his arm, <laughs> and like right. he had to like he had to like seal it back shut with some cloth that he had. Yep, just during a match because he was going to bleed to death, and then he finished the match anyway because he's out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> that is really his goddamn is. mind, and has probably had to take so many painkillers as a result. His and back the, is just a wasteland of various scar marks. They were trying to get over that he just doesn't care what happens to him while he's just clearly suffering in pain. Oh, yeah. He, he gets his nose busted open on the edge of a ladder. He feels no pain. He is yeah. clearly I, I wasn't sure if, it was, if, it, if he... He feels if no he pain. Like, uh, he doesn't care. Uh. <laughs> not so much oxys right uh. now. They were saying his nose might be broken, but I just think he got a cut. Probably got a cut. Honestly, even if he got a broken nose, he'd still probably do at least 20 moonsaults before the match. Uh, Malice did okay. This match is very hardcore. Like, if you could imagine what a normie's version of a hardcore match is, this is it. (laughs) But it's a good good hardcore match. It's a good solid match because Sabu is insane enough to take all these bumps. There was supposed to be like a spin kick spot with Malice holding the ladder, but it just looks like Sabu hit the ladder with his butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They put down classic Sabu, jumping ass first into a ladder. <clears throat> oh, there was a point where Sabu gets a table, and then like like he's setting up the table, and then Malice like attacks him and throws him in the ladder. But I was thinking, why didn't Malice just chokeslam Sabu through his own table? Because um, he needs to do that later. To me, to me... Sabu rarely ever he had a he had a Home like, Depot he had a Home Depot ass ladder by the way. <laughs> to oh me, God, Sabu yes. looked looked like he was rarely ever really selling anything, and his face was kind of staying the same expression. He didn't really like grimace or you know because well, that's because he feels that's because he feels empty. Are you saying that he doesn't have a soul like the rest of the new church and AJ Styles? And AJ yeah. Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles doesn't have a soul. That's why he kicks out of things. Okay. Uh, that was, that's a reference to last episode. But Yeah, there was a belly, spot- belly to belly into a ladder, which I cringed at. Oh, God, yeah. And I think you made the joke about how that's that's against the regulations on the, the safety regulations on the ladder. You no, know, it, it was not part of the sticker on the ladder of things that's okay to do with it. <laughs> yeah, it says no belly to bellies. Yeah, uh, despite despite there's a despite, there's a spot uh, where Malice climbs the ladder, and Sabu instead of stopping him, drop kicks the ladder instead of just like climbing up and pulling him off or something. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool spot. Yeah, and then it starts to happen. Some fucker named Chad <laughs> holding up a sign that says that, name is Chad. that says that his name is Chad. And fucking showing us his goddamn nipples all the all the fucking show. That was later. Ch- Chad guy. Chad would not fucking stop. <laughs> this fucker. Chad this was there guy. all night, and I hate him. <laughs> he was the worst. 
Is fuck you, Chad. <laughs> fuck off, Chad. Uh, like, Sabu spots. It's like whenever whoever gets the name Chad is almost destined to become this douchebag who's like full of himself and is like always invite is always like the frat boy lunatic or whatever. Yeah. There was this really a, contrived spot after this match goes on for a decent amount of time, by the way. It's actually, yeah, this went long, which is which where actually Malice all of takes out Sabu and Malice climbs the or Malice, the ladder is in the perfect position to like climb it and get the contract, but he gets down, moves the ladder slightly, and climbs up, and now it's just not lined up with the contract anymore. And it was entirely because Sabu's going to tip the ladder over and send him spilling through table. a table that was set up outside. Yeah, there's it's always just... that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's kind of a, a problem with like a ladder match is like if the ma if the ladder isn't positioned just right, then you have to do this whole embarrassing thing. No, of, like, he literally, oh, shit, he literally moved the ladder because he knew, ah, shit, I can't make it to the table. Hold on, I gotta wiggle yeah, the ladder like three feet to the left. It breaks the immersion a little, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, what? Or, or yeah, they do this. Yeah, or they yeah they do it for they have to move it for, because of a spot. So now that Malice has been put through a table, Sabu grabs the ladder and climbs up it with James Mitchell and crew watching. Yeah, he just flashes it. Don't do anything to stop him reaching they, the they contract. They don't do anything to stop him. And when he grabs the contract and pull it, pulls it down, they are pissed. <laughs> they are and pissed. It's, he wins the match, and then immediately they go into beating him down. It's like, why didn't you stop him? You know what? You, you could have given Malice a title shot if you stopped Sabu from climbing the ladder. <laughs> you you. Tempest and Slash, you're... Two fucking idiots. <laughs> this is why you're not allowed back in the Church of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Satan doesn't like contrived spots like that. Satan, Satan doesn't like idiots. Um, Malice gets up from being put through a table and choke slams, and that weird thing where, like, it gets really loud for a choke slam happens again. Fucking why is he why is he mic'd really loud for explosions to happen when he choke slams? This is the Braun Strowman train shit just t like 19 years ahead of time. They beat up Sabu, they take him outside, and they set up a table. And they mention that Sabu's getting this table from Ikea. Or no, okay, I made that up. Oh yeah, no, it was like, he's like, there. this is Sabu's table or something. And we just put down like, Sabu, avid collectors of tables. Oh yeah, they were going to give him the table. Yes, uh, <laughs> they, they chokeslam him through the table onto the concrete. Which is not a fun spot, no matter and what. And then the disciples of the new church surround him and start licking their hands of his blood. And Megafire made a joke that made me laugh. Yeah, I said, hey, look, we got free hip. <laughs> oh. Which, you know, that might be unfair to Sabu. I don't think Sabu actually has hepatitis. It's just them being all excited about getting to lick his blood and shit. Yeah, li mm, hep. licking blood is not not a good idea. It's Don't it's it. not that it's fucked up or like offensive. It's just unsanitary. It's just unsanitary. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like it's 
like when you it's like that heroes of wrestling match where abdullah the butcher started drinking his own blood so midway. it's been 25 minutes since jeff jarrett's been kicked out and he's still yelling at bill barrett's and, and crew. <laughs> he's still yelling at everybody and now it's raining how hard, how hard <laughs> yeah. is it to escort jeff jarrett from a building <laughs> you could you know, you could call the police to help Jeff you. Jeff Jarrett you wants could, to speak you, to your manager. You, you could go to Ken Shamrock. He's in the park still. Ken Shamrock <laughs> is still in that park. He's 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 uh, he's at the water fountain now. He's getting a drink. Uh, yeah. There there might be like one of those little obstacle course things that you can walk through, and there's like a slide. He might be going down that. Maybe uh, going down a slide. Because he could help you get Jeff Jarrett out of your fucking business. Yeah, you could just get the most dangerous man to just come and, I don't know, break his fucking ankle. Uh, yeah. Out comes baby AJ Styles, and he's baby got a AJ microphone. Styles. He's got to cut a promo, except Jerry Lynn says, no promo for you, AJ. <laughs> it was literally just like AJ going, I think we, and then Jerry Lynn going, shut the hell up. And Jerry Lynn proceeds to cut a promo that still does not really justify his heel turn. Oh my god, yes. Jerry Lynn doesn't owe AJ Styles shit, and it's trivia night. How long has he been wrestling? AJ Styles says he's been wrestling four years, and and then Jerry Lynn's just like, yeah, Which pad, is your resume, pad your resume, and it's just like, he went to the power plant. I, <laughs> I, actually, I actually went... Uh, went and bothered to actually check. Uh, so from when he started to, you know, 2002. Yeah, four years exactly. Four years. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Lynn talks about how he wrestled more, and he doesn't owe AJ Styles years. shit. And then I was just like, "Yes, Jerry Lynn, I know you're 35." Uh, <laughs> and it's like, and then he's just it, like, "What? What crawled up your ass to make you think that you're Captain Shit and that you're the best?" And I just sort of muttered, "I'm X Division and Tag Team Champ <laughs> with <Yeah>. you, with <laughs> you." <laughs> Jerry, this is your fault that I have these two belts. I could have been AJ One Belt over here, but you wanted a tag title. Shot you wanted a tag me. title, and you could probably just challenge me for the X Division title. I don't care. <laughs> Put and down. Then he's just like you can't call the shots because you weren't broke like me you weren't suffering like me you weren't eating peanut butter sandwiches because you can't have anything to eat <laughs> and do not and i feel like it is a statement you know Martin, we haven't checked you how do you feel about peanut butter sandwiches um i don't like them like peanut butter by itself in a sandwich but i do like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay, well that's, that's I, I fair. used to I used to got I did get sick of them for a well, while. Well, look at but... this fucking look at this stuck up asshole. <laughs> he Eating, can afford jelly. He, he can afford preserves. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you, <laughs> you get your snobby ass out of my show. <laughs> <laughs> and take your meatloaf with you. <laughs> take your meatloaf with me. We don't want it. Yeah, you get too groovy. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i like peanut butter sandwiches you know I what you too. know what my poverty food was when we couldn't afford anything i would make toast Mac. it'd be toast with maple syrup 
a pad of butter and like cinnamon, and that was like what I would eat. Ooh. Yeah. It. Yeah. Wasn't good, but look, it did. look, there the, the, the are worse job. things you can look. There are worse things you can have when broke than peanut butter sandwiches. Talk to Paul White. He had to. He had to eat a toothpaste sandwich once. Yeah, and Ew. and and talk to Jack White, yeah. who had sixteen saltine crackers, <laughs> and then he licked his fingers. And then he licked his fingers. <laughs> stupid! God damn it! <laughs> what was the what were the sandwiches that Kendrick Lamar had? Weren't they syrup like, sandwiches? Syrup sandwiches. I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually got back into making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but I've but I've added one other thing, honey. Mm, honey's good. Um, yeah, if you mix it with the peanut butter, that sounds not bad. <laughs> wow, we've gotten off track. Um, so yeah, I, why is he talking about how AJ Styles is just up his own ass when you walked out of an X Division match last week? Because you didn't feel like beating Loki. <laughs> Fuck you! I was Mister JL before you were Air Styles, <laughs> and, he, and he complains about. I mean, uh, yeah, he's complaining about. Oh, you're only like the whole thing is like. Oh, you're only four here, four years. I've been here longer. You haven't paid your dues, and I'm like, he's obviously a prodigy who's really. He's like really I said, X Division and Tag Team Champ on the first week. Uh, with unlike the first, yeah, or first, well, you know, well second that, happens, first that happens sometimes. Someone can come in and just be really, really good at wrestling. I don't think AJ has the psychology aspect down entirely right around here, but he is very athletic. He's very athletic, very talented. He gets it done in the ring, and he doesn't injure people, which is good. <laughs> doesn't injure people, safe, always good. Uh, AJ just kind of responds from by well, Jerry, don't know. Jerry says that like if you know that to respect me we can make up even though I beat you up last week and AJ's like fuck you <laughs> and just punches him yeah. he just uh, starts attacking him I, and actually, then... I, I, thought, I thought it was like a bit of emotional whiplash because AJ went from acting really embarrassed most of the uh, like, during okay. the promo and then he just w- immediately just get pissed off it started hitting his, his charisma wasn't there yet. So, yeah, uh, Goldilocks, after oh, being wait, berated on. by uh, Ken Shamrock. Wait, hold, hold on. on. Before we talk about that, um, I just want to know that AJ Styles apparently won the promo because they play his music. <laughs> <laughs> like, he does, the, he does the attack, and then, like, Jerry oh, Lewis yeah. just walk away, and they just, born and raised in the USA. It's like music playing. I guess he won that one. I don't know. All right. Now we can talk about Goldilocks. Now going what? 0 for 2 now? Uh, Yeah. Goldilocks, after interviewing Ken Shamrock in a park, decides, you know what would be the best place to interview Jasmine St. Clair? She's in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. (laughs) So she just goes up to her in the bathroom with a microphone. And then Francine and then, jumps the both of them, and then Francine jumps Jasmine, like, immediately. I don't, I don't think, like, Goldilocks even got a question, and she immediately jumps Jasmine St. Clair and starts beating her up, and then immediately takes her, like, the showers. Drags her to the shower just, and turns on the water, and I, I think they wanted to imply that she's being scalded, but as someone who has had dealt with, like, public showering before... <laughs> That water won't be hot for a good minute. <laughs> so she's just covered in cold water. Like, and she's like, ah, ah water. I like, 
I, I like to think of it as Francine Persini to David Flair Jasmine. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Well, like, here's the thing. Um, when I have public shower experience, it was because I took a shower at the Planet Fitness. And yeah, yeah that fucking hot water didn't get there for a while. <laughs> it takes some time. Unless someone just took a shower. No. I was thinking of the same thing. I, I had flashbacks to Undertaker and David Flair as well. <laughs> uh, out, out comes our boy, K-Crush. I was, um, I had to go back to get a screenshot or two. And yes. that meant I played the show at twice the speed. And I gotta uh, say, I... watching K-Crush dance at two times speed is hilarious. It, it gives me real, like, California Big Hunks vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like pelvic thrusting and kicking his feet at twice the speed and it looks absolutely ridiculous so uh so i missed our, most of this promo sadly i did feel like rocking okay you didn't Excellent. i remember it cool our truth our truth fucking whatever ron killings hey, ron killings talks about how he looks acts and dances like a star so why the fuck is he, he even here? He smells like a star. Why the fuck does he work for TNA? <laughs> why am I here? At one point he actually um why am I why asked, did I wrestle uh, a NASCAR driver? WWE uh, slash F let me go. Yeah, why star. did they? Why did they fire him? I kind of agree. Like so this is mostly just. I think this leads into like his I new gimmick. Is, like he, I thought he was almost going to claim racism for a minute, but then he kind of no, do. no. Like it, it, he 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 swerved us by saying that like it's like is it because of how I look or is it because of this? And then he's like, no, it's because this. They fired me because they were scared of what I could become. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Huh. And, uh, I thought yeah. this was leading into like the new gimmick of like wrestling is racist. And why am I here? And then Norman Smiley comes out. <laughs> and then Norman Smiley comes out. So yeah. <laughs> what is with Norman Smiley and his frequent selection of weird trunk boot colors? I think he yeah, just I think he just wants now. to show off his collection. <laughs> and fucking yeah, Chad never... taking fucking off Chad. his shirt. <laughs> Oh yeah, goddamn nipples like a weird, like a jackass. Uh, we were watching with Any Rob around now, <laughs> and uh, you know, Norman Smiley does the whole "I'm gonna fuck him" thing. I'm going to fuck him. I always thought that was weird. He hits our truth a couple times with his butt. Uh, I noticed that he wasn't wearing knee pads. When R Truth decided to finish the match with like a suplex into a knee buster, and I was yes. just like, "That's what happens when you don't wear knee pads, Norman." That's why you need <laughs> That's knee what pads. That was because it looked like just a weird, awkward front suplex. Yeah, it was like a suplex into a knee buster, I think. But it was like that's what happens when you don't wear knee pads, Norman. Go to the big five. <laughs> go get go to a get sporting goods shop. Get some fucking knee pads. Get, I know, I know, just, I, I know. Kate if you don't want to, wear knee pads, if but... you don't want to, like, raise any concerns, just say that you're an avid cyclist. They'll give you, they'll give you some knee pads. <laughs> I assume saying I'm a wrestler gets you knee pads. 
Uh, now for uncomfortable time, where R-Truth takes off his weird belt with, like, a bunch of little, like, handcuffs on them. Yeah. Or rings. Or, or rings. And he, yeah, he's got, he, like, a studded he, belt he starts, of some sort. He starts whipping uh, Norman Smiley with the belt and then wraps it around his neck and chokes him over the rope. Uh, yeah. It's really uncomfortable, and yes. I'm very confused about this gimmick now. <clears throat> and so maybe... A, uh chubby woman in her 40s runs out <laughs> they claim it's norman smiley's wife i don't believe that yeah <laughs> i found that a little hard to believe too if that is his actual wife i will retract my statement on that but if it isn't then i was commenting that i think i think ron killings is underrated and then it cuts to him strangling norman smiley <laughs> and i was just like uh, -oh. uh... <laughs> Yeah, not sure about that one, are we? <laughs> this show's confusing. <laughs> that was weird. It is so, weird. So, uh, Goldilocks decides, all right, the last two interviews were a bust, but maybe I could get something out of Puppet. So, Fine. she walks up to a garbage bin, which was one of the garbage bins that Scott Hall threw at uh, Jeff Jarrett earlier, by the way. Ah, I see. And uh, there's this weird sound coming from the garbage can and puppets inside of it. Masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk it or, or at least shaking it. We don't know. But it's and she, at and least And she asks, like, what are you doing? And it's like, what do you think I'm doing? Spanking my monkey. Beating like off. No, I'm just meditating for my match coming up because I have PMS. Pissed midget syndrome. And then he starts beating off again. I just. <laughs> yeah, it's at least implied that he is, but, you know. I thought Maybe I'd give it What would he be doing in the garbage can, Roctan? Tell me right fucking now. What are the alternatives? <laughs> He's just shaking it to. What are the alternative? Why is he in the garbage can? <laughs> Rackhead, I explain don't to us know. your logic. That's a good question. You, what else? What are you doing? You meatloaf making motherfucker. Tell me why that midget was checking <laughs> okay. off in the garbage can. What else and would he be doing? Is he is he whisking a bowl? Oh, that's clearly <laughs> something he could be doing in a fucking garbage can. Why is he jerking off in a garbage can? I, I, yeah, yeah, it, it's a good point. Like, why is he in the garbage can if, like, especially what? considering, like, it gives him a good, it gives him a good way to beat off without anyone seeing what he's doing. Except he's blatantly doing it in public. He's <laughs> doing it in public and in front of the dubs. <laughs> are we going to have to, are we going to have to pull up? Am I going to have to look this up now? All right, hold on. What Does it count up? as public indecency if it's if you're caught jerking off in a trash can? Mega Fighter, go to uh, r slash legal advice. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm gonna have to call. I'm gonna have to talk to them. You're gonna have to talk to them about this. It, it was in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Public indecency. Public. I, have, I have to say, I feel bad for this guy having to cut a promo in a trash can and then imply that he's fucking masturbating what the fuck is this I just, I just need to know this is TNA uh, 
see. So, uh, engaging in sexual intercourse, masturbation, sodomy, bestiality, or copulation, flagellation, da, 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 or... Yeah, okay, so... It is, I guess. It does count. It is in a public area. So, um... Goldilocks, clearly confused and slightly disgusted, goes further down the hallway... Where... I remember she actually says as she's cutting, as she's walking down, she says, "Man, you know what? I'm done with this job. I've, I'm, I've got like an, yo, that's that's I've, that's real I've got shit. Something dog. coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm just done that, with this. That's job. real. And I'm like, that's, I don't blame you. That's real what. shit right there. She's just telling it like it is. She watched that midget masturbating in the garbage can, and she thought, man, my job is shit, and that's why." Her job is shit. In the state of it's Tennessee, so real, bro. <laughs> indecent exposure is as defined in subdivision B one is a class E felony when the defendant is eighteen years of age or older. Well, uh, what's the penalty? Is it a fine? I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out right now. The penalty. <clears throat> Public indecent punishment is well as follows: a firster. Second offense is a Class B misdemeanor punishable by a fine of $500. Uh, dude, legal legal documents are fucking hard to read. Man, I, I'm i surprised she didn't quit a lot sooner just given the, name, given the fact that they gave her the name Goldilocks. Okay, yeah, but while we're figuring out how much, how, how badly uh, Puppet is on the rap sheet, no, 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 puppet. Oh, no. I'm Michael Jordan. <laughs> no. McDonald's restaurants have given me this time <laughs> to talk to you about something we both really care about. Kids. Kids are the reason I don't... McDonald's sponsors. Fuck them kids. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I'll get you what you wanted. Puppet. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Michael Jordan wants you to get help. And also, you on the rap sheet. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so yeah, she cuts. Then she kind of, you know, heads off. She's like, "I'm, I'm, I, if my music career takes off, I am out of here." Goes over to talk to the Dups. The Dups are slumped against like the back of the wall on the floor, not and like, like stand up. Like, even... Or I think it's Bo Dup. Bo Dup is making out with Fluff. Bo's making right. out with Fluff. Mo Bo Dup's. Like he's making out with his cousin, and stand Ryan up is like tweaking in the in the and corner, lighting up a lighter, and lighting up a lighter. Like he's going. Yeah, he's clearly tweaked because he's like, like he's gonna, he starts... like he's gonna do some fucking tar, like tar heroin. <laughs> or and or, I, just... or he, I think he's already tweaked because he's like going. He he keeps going. <laughs> stand up. What are you doing? Heroin. Get out. <laughs> That's a reference to a story from 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 Allie's old job. Yeah, um, I caught a guy doing heroin in my bathroom. <laughs> and I I looked at him and he was like, he was like heating up the spoon so he can inject it. And I just went, what are you doing? <laughs> and he just replied, heroin. And I just told him to leave. <laughs> That was his first year on that job, too. First so year that on that like, job. Same year so that, that someone be... shit on the floor, and some guy told me to put the pump in the big bitch. So at one point... Really set the tone uh, for your whole asks, time there. 
it, uh, actually goes to Golox. Hey, you got pretty lips, and she says, "Oh, thanks." And then he's like, "Does I, I don't mean those lips. I mean your other lips." <laughs> and I'm going. Is stand up implying that he can see Goldilocks' vag? I that's can. In, I'm, that's on, I'm so high on heroin, I can see your pussy. <laughs> is that impossible? Given she's wearing pants. Is he implying that he can not only see up her? Wait, she is wearing pants. You're right. I thought she was wearing a dress, but if like if she's not even wearing like a dress with a, like where he can at least see her underwear or lack thereof, then that that doesn't make sense. I. Roctan left. Uh, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. The flying Elvis is. He's not missing anything. I just... I'm not happy watching this. It really does feel like there's good wrestling in there somewhere, but it, I can't escape this Jerry Springer shit all the fucking so, time. <laughs> so can we just know that, like, not five feet away from the midget jerking off in the trash can, there's some fucking rednecks fucking their cousin, and doing heroin on the job. This is written like a guy who fucking hates Southerners. <laughs> you, you, like, this is you what can you, tell. This is what you dumb fucking hicks like. You know? You stupid like, inbred fuck. This is this is what you like. This is what all you Southerners are like, bro. This is what Southerners like, because they're fucking dumb. They're yeah, fuck their cousin, they fucking fuck their cousin, and they and they hate the black guys and fucking and the gay guys, and, and the they do heroin, and they bro. do heroin, bro. It's just, it's insulting. <laughs> it is, it is terribly insulting. Roxanne has his meatloaf. He's got his, his meatloaf. meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to let that shit cool down because I imagine he can't eat a meatloaf like right away. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to burn my mouth. Yeah, yeah, fucking meatloaf. <laughs> we, we're talking about how this whole show, like we've been through it for about a month and month or a little bit more now. Yeah, this is the most condescending thing I've ever fucking seen. It is like a fuck you to, to anyone who South. is below like the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> really, I'm genuinely stunned that they picked Vince Russo, the native New Yorker who hates Southern everything. To book their southern promotion. Yeah. It, you know, it, it it just boggles me that there are fans. But, I mean, I guess that's what these people seem I, to be somehow Based, based on how it. many beer bottles I've seen in the crowd, I don't think these are so much fans that it, as it is people who came in. <laughs> day drinkers. The booze was free. <laughs> these are day drinkers or people who bought tickets because the booze was free. But... Just that there's even people that think, like, WWE is n not as good as this show. I remember seeing a sign, someone had oh, a yeah. sign, uh, WWE, we waste everyone's time. It just makes me think of the concept of, like, oh, the wrestling's worse now because the product isn't as edgy. And it's just like, this is garbage. <laughs> This this is exactly the type of shit that the attitude that that the attitude era would occasionally do, but like you didn't. It was like this is the part of the attitude era that everyone kind of passes over 
and just talk about remember, all the good, the good edgy shit that I will stand by the statement and not the shit that was embarrassing and I will stupid. stand by the statement that people remember about 30% of the Attitude Era tops. <laughs> 30%, yeah. Just tops. That's all you fucking remember. There's probably ton of this shit if you just watched like week by week like we are in like 1998 or some shit. <laughs> right? I... I wish I could remember half the stuff. I have like several books on my Kindle of people watching Raw week to week. I wish I could remember anything from the Attitude Era books because it can get ridiculous. Maybe we sh if if uh, Peacock can get it straight together, maybe we should go back and watch Attitude <laughs> I Era. Love, I would love to watch like the first year of Raw, but I can't trust Peacock not to remove all this, all the all the problematic parts. And I feel like then you're just ruining part, like you're losing half the fun of going back. Yeah. To see the mistakes. I, I feel like Allie and I have different philosophies on the fun of Razzle Boys, though. Because he's upset right now. This. I don't want more of this. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> he's so mad. This fucking. This sucks. It hey, Allie, don't feel don't feel bad. Don't don't get mad. There's a flying Elvises match next. Why are they Elvises? <laughs> <laughs> because fuck you, the South, bro. This is why this, the Southerners they like that Elvis. They like that Elvis. They like honky tonk men, right? So they're like they like free honky tonk men. So, Punk man, bro. here comes a tag team match. The Flying Elvises versus Elix Skipper and Christopher Daniels. Yeah, Siaki uh, immediately Sato. tags out and grabs a headset that isn't working. <laughs> and he'll just occasionally cut away and it takes from the time, match to do it, it takes him some time to get it set up. But there was this like weird fat guy sitting behind everyone. <laughs> With glasses and a headset of his own. I was trying to figure out who that was. He had an NWA shirt. Was he staff? He must have been staff or something. He looked like I he wanted to die. He just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chad. Chad, like, starts running around with his shirt off in the crowd. And he starts, just, like, jumping in the back row, holding up his I'm Chad sign. And security tells him to knock it off, and you can watch him just like, like, disappointedly sauntering back to his seat, flipping off <laughs> the guy who told him, "Put your shirt on." <laughs> they should have taken. They should have taken this guy the fuck out of the ring. Fuck the Chad. Fuck, fuck, fuck you, Chad. Fuck you, I'm Chad. I'm surprised the security took. Uh, uh, took he was that pointing long the sign at the audience like they give a fuck. It's like, hey guys, look, my name's Chad. Like, we're watching the fucking Elix Skipper, Christopher Daniels, and the Flying Elvis' wrestle. I, then There's it, good shit happening. I will, I, I will say, this: that guy is probably a good example of someone who does seem like he just bought a ticket just to... Just, I don't know, maybe, over. maybe there was cheap beer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. The is, beer is was this, either cheap or I was going to say, is this, the is this like the 50-cent beer night of wrestling? <laughs> 25 cent beer night. 25 at, cent at beer at the National Auditorium. <laughs> Someone's gonna get hit with a baseball bat. 
I have to say, I wonder if, where he was sitting to begin with because they they did not. It was like in kind of the upper rightish corner for a while on the camera on the camera side, but because then he started going to the middle. When I've watched WWE events, I rarely ever see someone just like well, walking up and down well, the fucking... steps randomly and 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 then and then moving into somewhat. Yeah, and then proceeding to run across like oh, yeah, with a and sign. Fucking, you know, and fucking Chad actually showed up on the other side, and he tried to like flip his sign in front of the hard cam. Oh my god! Fuck, fucking fuck, Mark. Fuck Chad! I was trying to fuck watch you, this Chad. Elvis match. We were trying to watch this Flying Elvis's match <clears throat> with Alex Skipper and Christopher Daniels, and Which also is a really good match. Really good match. The whole time though, I'm thinking Alex Skipper. I swear to God, you better not do a fucking overdrive. Elix Skipper did really well. He did, he did do really an well. overdrive. <laughs> but it was slightly modified from the regular overdrive, like a so neck, I didn't It was like it. a neckbreaker overdrive, and I kind of like that. Like, he just lifted his leg over the guy, and then he flipped the dude without flipping himself, and I was like, oh, okay, that's not bad. That takes away the one problem I've ever had with the overdrive. Landing on your knee. <laughs> Landing on your knee. Yeah, he calls, he calls his overdrive the play of the day. So, um... There's also this Estrada, really cool. By the way, did a really cool springboard moonsault that I liked. He 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 also did like a he did two springboard moonsaults and he fucked up one, but he sort of like changed it into like a rolling senton almost because he slipped. So I, uh. I I admire that. Uh, Elix Skipper did this cool spot where he like jumped off Christopher Daniels over like Estrada's head to do a head scissors to fucking uh, Siaki. That's where we were about to give him overrated, and that's when I said, you better not fucking do the overdrive, you piece Overrated. Of shit. <laughs> or underrated. underrated, excuse me. We have no overrated award, and if we did, it would probably go to someone like Jared. Okay, so, that's not fair. Uh, Brian Lawler. Siaki does some more commentary, but he comes back and wins with the spinning neck breaker. And here comes the dups and the they got wood jokes, because they all have boards. Uh I They're forgot like, about this. Stand ups got wood, and now <clears throat> hold ups got wood, and now fluffed ups got wood. She has penis. So, is is Stan? And then is, they is Stan still and then high they, on heroin. And so they beat up the they beat up the Elvises, and then they kind of do like the pioneer dance, if you know what that is, where they like hook arms and spin. I was and as, and as I was the beat expecting. and as the beatdown saw. Uh, uh, concludes. I see the two, possibly the two best signs of the whole night. Brian Lawler fears flying Elvis as a sign. Nice, nice. And my uh, this I think wins sign of the week. Future ex champ Slick Johnson. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's not bad. <clears throat> I I kept joking that his name was referee Wet Penis. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Because you're a child in heart. So they celebrate by fucking kissing in the ring, and then it um, cuts to the in. it cuts to the strippers, and, and suddenly there's a dwarf in one of the cages. Tio, Tio, from the first show. The actually pretty good, like the pretty little good little man, pretty little person wrestler. He was actually he, he wasn't bad of the free midget matches we've seen. His in Hollywood's was the best. Yeah, the Yeah, it was probably the best one. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate Crush just gets interviewed in front of a garage by Goldilocks. 
And Goldilocks, I think he yells at Goldilocks a bit, and then fucking Scott Hall attacks. Yes. So she's now Scott what, Hall's got five? his. Scott Hall found his gear. Scott, <laughs> Scott Hall found his gear. Which I want to point out that, like, I th there's an umlau on the O's for some reason, so I just kept thinking, like, blued, Skewed. scoot, scoot hole, <laughs> wolf pack, wolf pack, wolf pack. Anyway, uh, out comes Meatball, who's this, like, fat little person in, like, who's balding, and he's, like, wearing a red singlet. And he's got a shopping cart, and it's full of Kroger. <laughs> someone full didn't want to. Someone, someone didn't want to shop local or spend a lot of money, so they just hit their local Kroger. <laughs> Allie, yeah. I feel like you shouldn't joke. That's the fucking catering for for the shows. An entire, sh a single shopping cart full of Kroger. <laughs> yes, that's all you get for catering. And, yeah, and, yeah, but it had like it had like flour in it. <laughs> that's part of the catering. And he is called, referred to as the world's largest midget. And he's <laughs> four foot five, 250 pounds. Four foot five, isn't that like the exact limit? So he, he celebrates with some cheese whiz for making his entrance. He, and he, gets, some cheese, he gets some cheese curls. Some, uh, he, he, grabbed some Kroger he, brand? he grabbed some Kroger brand cheese curls. Completely dodged the hostess cupcakes that were in that, in that, in that shopping cart. Yeah. In that bag. Can I just say that being the world's largest minute with all that weight is not exactly something to be proud of? It's probably going to lead to a whole host of health problems for him. So, uh, out comes Puppet. I don't know, Cheeks is still alive and he was even worse. Out comes I wonder Puppet if we're going to see Cheeks again. Out, out comes, fun fact by the way, there was a dark match on the first episode of TNA where oh, yeah. Cheeks ran the ropes and broke the turnbuckle and they panicked. Until one of the Harris brothers fixed it. <laughs> huh. Yep. Because you shouldn't let Cheeks run the ropes because he's 500 fucking pounds. Uh. Oh, yes. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, so the match starts off, I believe. Uh, Puppet hits Meatball with a garbage can. And we immediately made jokes about him jacking off in that garbage can as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, I mentioned that that's not a garbage can, that's a garbage wound. <laughs> <laughs> and Ferrara goes into a very weird place when he says that after killing every midget, that Puppet's going to kill himself. <laughs> Actually, I think that was to, I, that sounded like Tanay to me that was talking and about And Ferrara it. has a similar voice, but I could tell it's him because I don't think Mike Tanay would say something like that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's like saying, hey, Puppet wants to kill all midgets. After all, midget killer is, yeah, because midget killer's on his shirt. And then in the, they then he asks, what's he going to do? After, what's he done with that? What's he going to do with himself? Then, then he just proceeds to ask, "What's next? Suicide?" And then they, and then the uh, one, the uh, other guy goes, uh, for, "I think I'm not sure which one of them goes. Jump off a bridge." Don West. Uh, it's, probably, Don West. it's probably Don West. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what so he really is just gonna go after after Peter Dinklage and Gary Oldman on his knees. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Gary Oldman. I'm gonna kill you and then myself. <laughs> <laughs> this. This was the most offensive thing on the show. Seriously, just casually t 
talk about suicide. I mean, I get what they were trying to go for. They're trying to, like, you know, make him out to be kind of his whole thing he's as iconic, a mimic yeah. killer. He's a contra. Well, he's a got a ju- he's got a prison suit on. Well, yeah. Well, just just the idea that oh, I'm going to kill every midget is a contradiction in terms if you're a midget, you know, kind of thing. Um, so they fight, they brawl back up the, uh, they, they brawl back up, and Puppet starts hitting him with, like, or they start hitting each other with food. Yeah, this is where the hard car match gets silly. Pie or, like, in the he, face. he threw a pie and an apple. Sadly, we did not see the prerequisite hardcore oranges. Yeah, and there's nothing more hardcore than oranges. Just ask Raven. <laughs> Just ask Raven. I think Baba also used them in his hardcore title matches. Hits him with a bag of flour and a watermelon. Uh, this match is shit. <laughs> They're both yeah, wearing tiny Reeboks, sucks. by the way. They're not wearing full boots. They, they, co- like, they clamber back to the ring. And... Someone and Ed Ferrara mentions that Puppet looks like he's or like Meatball's got about six asses on him, which was a very odd statement. <laughs> so I want to know no. that Meatball does a cartwheel at one point, which is probably yeah, the most does. athletic we're, which is probably the most athletic we're getting for this match. Yeah, there's like a leg was... drop over the top rope onto a chair, but they kind of miss. And then there's like a Vader bomb onto the chair instead. I don't remember who won. I think it was probably Puppet. I don't know. It was Puppet. He did he did like a top rope like Vader bomb kind of thing. And we were calling him a coward because he didn't do a tiny moonsault. (laughs) Um so we cut back to the dancers and Rob started making a joke about the the Tio sexually assaulting one of them. Well well, I think he said Tio was gonna get attacked by Puppet was Puppet and Meatball were leaving. No, they're just leaving. And then I said, like, the girl's going to get attacked because Tio's still in the cage with one of the dancers. And fucking immediately, as soon as I say it, Tio starts to, like, you know, she kind of dances a little lower towards his towards him, and he starts grabbing at her bra. And tries to rip her top off. Yeah. I think he does actually manage to grab her bra, but he, and that's all he gets. This is uh, a like, show her- full of crime. I hate this so much. <laughs> It's like one public indecency. There's another, like, some sort of, like, sexual assault here. Or or at least harassment. Or sexual harassment. I think, yeah, harassment probably. I would say harassment more than assault. Yeah. Uh, fucking stand up is blatantly doing heroin is now on there's camera probably, doing it. There's probably multiple degrees of there. There there might be multiple degrees of like. It's a, it also assault. can depend from state to state. Or, or, or so. I mean harassment. I mean yeah. It also depends from state to state. I think. But uh, as we continue on, where we get Jasmine ver- Jasmine Saint Clair versus Francine. Jasmine is still wet from the shower. She's still wet, and she starts and, yelling about Francine. And and. This is where you go. Oh, you know why? Now we know why they did this because her nipples are freaking protruding from her shirt. So, fun fact: uh, I don't know which movie it is, but Fran- Jasmine Saint Clair has been in a Len Kabazinski movie. Yeah, Len Kabazinski. So I believe uh, Jay Bauman referred to her as awkward boobs during an ep- during like a talk about <laughs> Len Kabazinski movies. Awkward boobs. 
because there was like a because there was a like a scene where she was in a shower blatantly with her top off and she looked very awkward during it. Um, but yeah, so she Francine starts taking off comes her in and they start ripping each other's clothes off. Yeah, like like when the when the when she got like cutting like finishing the promo, she like starts taking off her shoes. Like you gotta go, and then like Francine comes out already with her shoes off. I just so, walk around with my shoes off in uh in this random arena I don't live at. Random arena where where I already had shoes before. I don't know. I hope I don't walk any on I don't hope I hope I don't walk on any hypodermic needles. That'd be weird. Or or on or on the fucking like the needle that fucking uh <laughs> the needle that stand up shot up with. Yeah. Just like out, like a few minutes ago. This is this is the type of thing that you might occasionally see is like this uh as a what as like the not very talented um divas like during the uh, during WWE or, or the women or or titties. or the EC or during ECW when um I'm forgetting, his name now. I'm forgetting his name now the commentary you guy um JR Sure. No, for ECW. Oh, um, Joey Styles. Cat oh fight! yeah, Joey Styles would go cat fight. The cats it, are fighting. It is so trashy. Yeah. Just they just start rolling around and just grabbing at each other, and ugh, it's and then terrible. and then Blue Meanie comes out, and Blue Meanie is in great fucking shape. Blue yeah, Meanie, Blue Meanie looks fucking amazing for some reason. I don't know what he did. He looks like, great. I don't know what happened, dude. You you fell off after a while there because you went back to like your usual shape. But goddamn, he looks great right now. Yeah, and he, he DDTs Francine, and that's the match. You know what's and, really like, funny? Women's they, division. They they, they <laughs> stretch her out, Francine, with a very same similar setup to uh, we wa I watched NXT Stand and Deliver a couple of days ago, and like Adam Cole fucking died. <laughs> Yes, and they they were stretching Adam Cole out after he got like a knee to the back of his neck through a chair, <laughs> and that's the same level of injury as getting DDT'd by the Blue Meanie. <laughs> I think this is also the only time we're gonna see the Blue Meanie in 2002 in TNA. Probably, yeah. My thoughts watching that were Francine is really that hurt from just a DDT bullshit. I hate when they do the. Oh, she's a woman. She's weaker and can't take the same amount of punishment as a man if the man is the one doing it, even when said man is the same size as her. She's a wrestler. If to be fair, it's do it, then she shouldn't be here. To be fair, it's Brian or Blue Meanie is not the same size as Francine. She can't take it. She shouldn't be here. Seriously. Anyway. Uh, Goldilocks tries to interview Loki, and Loki's know... like putting tape on, and then he's like, "I can't talk," and then he just walks off. <laughs> and that's it. And that's her last interview for the for the night. Oh, for six. She can't. She doesn't know how to interview for shit. <laughs> bad luck, or he's just terrible. I don't know. Either way, I hope she actually takes up that. That music career gets I out. I hope of that there. music career takes off for her because you ain't getting shit from DNA. After uh, that. Now for my YouTube video, <laughs> top twenty low key moves, <laughs> followed by top twenty AJ Styles moves. Yeah, they they showed their finishers. 
Can I say I was surprised that Ed Farrar didn't try to cop a feel on Jasmine while they were loading her? In hindsight, her into the, the key crusher, the key crusher ninety nine doesn't look super safe. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Styles Clash is actually pretty safe as long as you don't tuck. Don't. Yeah, tuck. that's the don't. one time that that's the only time AJ ever ends enters someone and someone forgets to tuck their head in. No, not don't tuck. tuck. You, you look back. Oh, if you tuck, if you tuck, you will get. Oh, sorry, sorry. You, yeah, you don't tuck. You you have to keep your head sort of level. Yeah, right. Yeah, just keep your neck keep extended. Keep your neck extended. Yeah. Do not uh, tuck, or you will fuck your neck. Uh, welcome to kicks the match. Low key versus AJ or, Styles. Whose name is spelled wrong, by the way? L O K I. L O dash K I low key. They mentioned Ring uh, of Honor, which is really they interesting. Ring of Honor, that's cool. Always good that yeah. Mike Kinney's bringing up like the, uh, like the other companies, like you know how they were in WCW or in Ring of Honor, WWE, all that sort of thing. A little touch of like reminding people that wrestling isn't in a bubble. So this match is actually pretty good. Um, we shit this on Loki awesome. for sort of, I don't know, just sort of being a guy who thinks he's a lot cooler than he actually is. He he is the equivalent of like the anime profile you make when you're 14. <laughs> yes. On like MySpace, and it's like playing fucking Linkin Park, and you got like it's, you got like it's a, a real, you got like Itachi, you got like Itachi on your fucking profile. Choking Sasuke. <laughs> Choking Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like fucking, um, don't mess with me. <laughs> and maybe you photoshopped it slightly to, so so Itachi says me and like Sasuke is like <laughs> Greg from from gym class. I can be your angle or your devil. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still decent as a wrestler. He he sets up for the key crusher, but he wanted to like throw AJ into the corner first. And then AJ counters it into probably the fastest DDT I've ever seen. Oh my yeah. god. That also, DDT there was a spot where he did a super, the fastest scoop power slam I've ever seen. And then followed up with a really nasty looking brain buster. It's, it, this is just a really good match. That fucking, that the, fucking finish transition was so the, smooth. The finish is like a Phoenix Splash attempt by low key. And, AJ just catches him and gives him a Styles Clash. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. AJ Styles, goddammit, stop being so good. He's like literally a rookie and he's su super good. Super good. He once again, once again, fucking takes MVP, I think. AJ Styles wins and then Jerry Lynn spears him and gives him a file driver. And then like starts taking out the ladder, and I feel like the ladder would have been a good hype up for a for a future ladder match if we didn't already have a ladder match on the show. You know, there is one way that Jerry Lynn can uh, avoid have avoid wrestling with AJ as a tag partner that I didn't think of last for the last show. That he could just not show up for the tag match, but then there and leave AJ on his own when it comes to that where. I know wrestling has its own logic, but it's like, oh, you can just not show up to work, essentially. <laughs> just call in. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can make it. Or like, or like you're, 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 or not necessarily he's not, he, it's not like he's not showing up in this, in that case, but. Well, I mean, you, know, you could do this really easy angle of like. Titles and he's, 
and he's like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm just not going out there. You can't make me." Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, would. I would have an angle where like, it looks like he no shows the match, and they wonder like, did he not even show up to work? And then like Goldilocks finds him in the back later, and he's just like, "Fuck off, <laughs> don't talk to me." And it's like, why I did mean, he not show up for AJ Styles? <laughs> I mean, clearly you can just not show up. They don't discipline you at the TNA offices. They they just ask like, for a phone call. <laughs> Stand up just blatantly did heroin in the back. No wonder why <laughs> and Scott he... Hall wants to work there. Uh. <laughs> I saw a, a, a creative... Uh, at first, it, it looked like a generic sign, but then I was like, oh, that's kind of a creative way to do it. It was Styles wins again with the letters TNA hided light in yellow. <laughs> I thought that was a cool little touch. So... Um... Here's a weird thing. They didn't advertise a main event for this episode. But there was one. Out comes main eventer Brian Lawler. <laughs> yeah. Brian Lawler coming out here he's, to shoot. He's going to shoot with some hot Jerry Lawler burns and factoids. He's still, I hate my dad. He's my, still in very, I hate my dad mode. He was and I married was like, three times. Yes. And didn't he say that also, like, the... the his his like, wives were all younger than me. The, one of the first things he said is, I don't want to be referred to as Jerry's kid anymore. And, and right, the, one of the first things that was in the audience with us was the guy with a sign, Jerry's kid. A very lazy sign, if why I Why not change your name to Brian yeah. Christopher, then? But he was Brian Christopher, so why why, why not anything? Number but two, and this is a shoot, dude. <laughs> That's pretty much the tell right there that this is not a shoot. He anymore. gave Lawler a ticket to come down and watch his son in TNA, and you didn't. You didn't come. I and also he, saw that he creeps uh, on saw... girls at high school. Yeah, and here's fact number three: Scott Hall has an entrance theme. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, also, I genuinely thought we were gonna go really weird with this but apparently brian lawler in comparison to doug gilbert is a total coward yeah Jer <laughs> i also saw the sign jerry lawler isn't too cool with the uh, two in the roman letters and then the word cool inside the two Russell boys the cool is inside the two <laughs> Cool inside the two. <clears throat> so for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Doug Gilbert on a like USWA show, I think actually. No, actually, um, Doug Gilbert was on his father's talk show. Ah, uh, but he actually, yeah, I think he also said it on a USWA. I don't know, but he blatantly said, "Jerry Lawler, you raped a 13 year old girl." And it's like, whoa, damn. <laughs> I think he said it on, like, USWA television, but I so, could be wrong. the stupidest thing happens where, like, Scott Hall shows up after Brian Lawler turns his entrance music off. And then there's, like, a really, really long gag where Scott Hall's just standing behind him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't turn around. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's just waiting, waiting for super long to turn... For him to turn on, why doesn't he like tap him on the shoulder or just hit him? Like, 
No, no, he, he just kept yelling at the crowd and Scott Hall was standing there behind him and just listening to him just talk about, oh yeah, you guys like Scott Hall back when he was Razor or whatever. And he's here because he's a drinker and he likes getting drunk in his last call. And Scott Hall's not here. Why are you pointing at me to turn around? I'm not going to. Yeah, Scott he, Hall. This, this, this fucking him not turning around and seeing Scott Hall behind him goes on for too long. It goes on for nearly three minutes. <laughs> for nearly three minutes of Scott Hall just standing behind Brian and hiding away from him while Scott's yelling at the crowd. And it's like, and Jesus Christ, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> You so, would think he would have maybe, like, some kind of sense that he was there? <laughs> the crowd was literally doing, like, turning around gestures. Like, I don't yeah. understand I don't why that wasn't took so fucking long. And then Scott Hall punches him, and you can hear Brian Christopher go, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. When the bell rings, and there's just like, fuck you. It's like, oh, my, did, did he just shout, fuck you? <laughs> then they fight All onto right. the ramp, and the ramp is surprisingly chintzy <laughs> oh i forgot to mention that brian came in with this awful gray jacket with the word what looked like the word zozo all over the place randomly on it like led zeppelin or i i imagine and that wasn't it wasn't led a uh, led zeppelin just zozo or i don't know what no, it was. zozo is a led zeppelin Zeppelin thing no no led zeppelin made their all their own all unique logos and one was the phrase Zozo. Yeah, this didn't look like the Led Zeppelin Zozo. This is just like the Zozo for no apparent reason all over it. Uh, I don't remember anything about this match besides the fact that it sucked. There was a sign yeah. that says Todd Frasher loves men. <laughs> yeah, what did Todd Frasher do? Uh, Scott he... Hall gets beaten back by Brian, Brian Lawler eventually, and then he just grabs a microphone and starts yelling. And then Arch, yeah, is... and then K Crush right. runs in and gets punched once and rolls back out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, this was the match where I think I really realized that at least here, maybe he might have been better in the past when he was Razor, but Scott Hall's offense consists mostly of punching, the occasional fallaway slam, and the razor does. That's all he does. Uh, Scott Hall gets punched in the balls a bunch of times, and then K-Crush comes back in, and they give him a wedgie? They just give Scott Hall a wedgie? Yeah, he takes the, that, the belt with the rings or whatever on, and, 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 they, and they, yeah, go underneath his sack to jam it up there, I guess. Then they hang him over the rope again, and Scott Hall, like, spits on the camera while he's selling. And then, like, he gets hurt, so the paramedics come out in the most obvious we-couldn't-afford-real-paramedics outfits that you could possibly imagine of, like, a beige polo shirt and cargo pants. <laughs> Man, for... And they mentioned but... that this is the second week in a row for, for Scott... At least the second week in a row where Scott Hall has gone out on a stretcher and is like... And then, oh, wait, a... that's not a paramedic, that's Jeff Jarrett, oh my god! He just and hits Jeff everyone Jared with a chair. Yeah. 
And I think Don Harris shows up during this, or one of the Harris. This is yeah, they their thing. To just it, it, it kind of reminds me of like Chavo Guerrero and Lucha Underground just hitting people with chairs because he can. And yeah, he so, just hits a bunch of people that with chairs, and then we're out of time. So, so of course, Rob watches the pay per view with us on the on the show with a Harris brother on it. I still don't get that joke, but okay. <laughs> I love that I'm getting more mileage out of it, despite the fact that it doesn't it was a make sense to me. <laughs> for one wrestle, it was a joke of one wrestle booking because he requested that wrestle booking, and or he requested I book that, and I put in a joke of insulting him by saying he's obsessed with the Harris twins. And that's yet a joke somehow, that's only funny to you. <laughs> yes, and I'm getting mileage out of it. No one else thinks this is funny. <laughs> I it doesn't. Matter. I don't even understand it because I'm. Are the were the Harris twins even on this show? Yeah, there was no. There was a Harris twin who was helping to like. I he was helping to escort Scott Hall out. Oh, okay. Talked about the balls wedgie, right? Yes. Yes, we did. Okay, good. I just want to be sure we talked about the balls wedgie. But yeah, so Scott Hall or Jeff Jarrett just beats down everybody with a chair. Get his revenge. Apparently, they couldn't tell Ken Shamrock to get out of the park to get rid of this guy. Get out the park. <laughs> yeah, they. I. I remember how they like they showed the logo as he was being stretched out, and then then they, and then like, and then they keep going, as and when Derek comes out going. as the you know with the disguised para, as a disguised medic to beat everyone. I hated this. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Allie is upset. <laughs> I hated this man. <laughs> This was bad. <laughs> I just this wanted was... to I just wanted to provide weekly content. And WWE fucked on me. And now I'm here. And I don't have a WWE fucked on me. I lost everything. I got fired. I... You got COVID. I got COVID. Nobody respects me. My book my book's never coming out. This I'm watching TNA. <laughs> hey, now we can we can we can work on the next chapter of your book after this to make Allie you feel, feel like picking up a chair and hitting everyone in sight. Yeah, he's probably gonna fire you after this show's over. Why do you keep coming back, you meatloaf making motherfucker? <laughs> because I asked you to let me on the show, and you've never said no. I never say no to anything. He warned you not to watch the show. We told you about... We tried to tell you. We told you about TNA, bro. We warned you, dog. I, I warned I, you about stairs. We warned I, you about stairs. I I don't know. This show was definitely weird, but at the same time, weirdly found it entertaining in some ways. Well, that's because I, I hate you. I I was weirdly amused by just how insane this was. So let's get on. Yeah, to I think that's that's what it was. It's just like this is so insane. It's kind of amusing. Awards, awards. So MVP is AJ Styles again. Yes, I, don't feel like, I would agree with that. I don't feel like I'm going to get any objections on that. Yeah, that was my MVP as well. Allie, why is he here? <laughs> why is he here? WWE. Good question. Why all. isn't he anywhere else? He could be in WWE right now. I don't know why they're missing out on this guy. Is is it spite? Weren't they saying 
Uh, that it it probably would have cost pennies to buy out AJ Styles' fucking contract and put him on and put him on like put him on fucking heat. I don't know OVW. Were, weren't they saying that uh, AJ and Loki would be wrestling on ROH as well? Or am I? Did I yeah, yeah, hear that? He did say that. He did say that. They did say that on commentary. But my point is, why hasn't WWE hired this guy already? Why did it take them like 15 years to hire? 15 years! 15! To hire Uh, Underrated. Underrated. My, my underrated is Sabu. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Elix Skipper. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> I like the deciding vote on this. Who is the underrated for this week? Puppet. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't allow this. No. no. If you do that, I think you've officially lost your goddamn mind. But I, but you kind of sound like you. I have. said underrated, Allie, not Y segment. <laughs> Fine, Elix Skipper. All right, Elix Skipper wins. Overdriving motherfucker. Yeah. I was going to go with our truth, but he lynched a guy. <laughs> I he lit two dudes. Uh, <laughs> I I think we know what the Y segment is. It's why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> it it's 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 the puppet and the dup segment easily. It, that that well, wins. We, you know what? Yeah, both kind of are in the same place. So they pretty much follow each other. So it's all one long thing. Pub dup. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot to mention that all that, like when Jack, well, when Jasmine got, came to the ring, Boris was coming in with her, and at, as soon as Jasmine been over, he bugged out. Yeah, so, Boris was like, rrr, rrr. So, "Let's just take a moment to note this: Alicia did not show up once during this during this show to shake anyone down for money. Nope. She should have at least. I feel like with with the uh, with the luck that Goldilocks had. She should have shaken down Goldilocks for an interview. Or like just been like, Goldilocks, can I ask you to hey, hey. I'll pay for an hand interview. It <laughs> hand it over. No, like she's like, hey, hand it over. Hold on. Just reaches into her purse and hands some money to Leisha. You know, <laughs> all right. for all, for as insane as this show was, it could have been worse. It could have been included the Johnsons and the Rainbow Express. Man, the fact that, you know, it's it's sad when... The Rainbow Express wasn't on this show is a is a marked improvement for it, but not by much. Yeah. <laughs> uh I feel like Silent League we can go with future X champs of Slick Johnson. That's fine. Yeah. yeah uh, I thought those are really creative songs. I feel like anything else we gotta say? Or no, I think we're that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ellie. All right, let's do the plug. Uh we're on Spotify. We are iTunes, on Spotify, we're Google on iTunes, we're on Anchor, YouTube. WordPress.com. <laughs> it's www.rassleboyspod.wordpress.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Rassleboys. You can find a podcast, Twitter at Rassleboys. If you go to the site, you can find not just our episodes, but also our editorials, including Rassle Booking. Yeah. Which uh, I'm working on my next one for the first season of NXT, so look out for that. That was my idea. I think Ellie has That was Ali's request, so I'm going to do it so he feels better about life. 
I think Ellie has officially taken the pill, fuck it all. Ali is just gonna fucking flop into his bed and smother himself with his own pillow. Oh, God, no. I wish. <laughs> All right, so... I can't the, sit on my own on pillow. That, on, that, on that horribly morbid uh, final note, as we always say on Rassle Boys, fuck Chad. Fuck you. Fuck Chad. Fuck Chad. Fucking Chad, I hate him.